at it again with another episode of the shades of blue soccer show we are the blue testament and we're joined by friend of the pod jimmy nielsen best friend of the pod he's officially best friend of the pod I'm oh gonna... i like it i like Hold it on, jimmy <laughs> thank you we're good with that what an honor you're our most repeated highly esteemed guest at this point so is that because everyone else is declining joining the show or what correct that is no correct. no <laughs> i'm, I'm hey. the only one saying yes we had Benny Failhaber on, so you should feel privileged. Oh, Benny, come on. Benny's saying yes to everything. <laughs> That's true. That, that would explain a lot about his social life. Yeah. <laughs> He's not social. He doesn't have a social life. Not now. No? Yeah, so if you haven't if you haven't been able to tell, Jimmy, we're trying to replace 96.5 The Buzz as your regular appearance. Ah. <laughs> Which one of you want to be Laszlo? Oh, I don't think anyone wants to be last. Oh, okay. <laughs> Cody. Hey, Cody. I can cuss with the best of them. Come on. Cody. Cody. Cody's Laszlo. Oh, dear God. I hope I never become Laszlo. <laughs> so, all right, guys. We are, what are we now, eight days out from the Sporting KC season? Is that where it's we're It's about at? time, isn't it? Yeah, you're right. That, are you tingly yet? I know I offended you last time with that question. Are you, are you tingly yet? I'm never going to be tingly in your presence. <laughs> not even, Come on, we have the white pumas here and you're not even tingly? No, no, for Jimmy I might be, but not in your presence. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, I have a quick story. You know you're getting old when a elderly customer winks at you, and I had one wink at me today. I was like, mm, all right, that kind of hurt. <laughs> all right, Bob, more action yeah. than I've had in like a really long time since the pandemic started. So. Just got to take it. Yeah. Scary. And she thought she was doing the old guy a favor. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Sporting Kansas City. So we're so Jimmy, we're going to try this thing. We have a new format for our our season preview here. You are our former player. We're going to have a secret current player. Secret, I don't know if we're allowed to say it yet and I don't want it to fall through and then get embarrassed. So Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> That wouldn't be good. Let's let it happen first. <laughs> kind of like your prom date in high school, huh, Cody? So, exactly. I learned my lesson. <laughs> learned my lesson back in the day. So, yes, we're going to have three different perspectives. We've got former, current players, and then uh, we're going to have a have a fan on the pod. So, we're going to look at the the season from all these different perspectives. But so, just generally, going, you know, how are you feeling about the team right now, Jimmy? Going into it, where they were at last year. How are you feeling about this season? Uh, I think it's been an interesting off season. Um, and I definitely think there was something to build on from, from last year. Uh, I know it was a big disappointment the way they, they got knocked out of the playoffs, but I think there's a lot of optimism in, in, uh, in the team and in the belief in, in the team. Uh, this team here, on paper, might not look the best, best sporting roster ever. But from what I've seen from my following from, from the outside, I think it's one of the most interesting rosters uh, in many years. Uh, a lot of young players coming through now. A lot of exciting young talent uh, coming through the, the roster and, and, and will be given the chance uh, this se season here. Yes, but, the chance, Busio. 
Busio's yes. given the reins now. But I also think it, I'm not going to use the word pressure, but the experienced player in, in the roster going to have a lot of responsibilities on, on their shoulder this season here. Uh, on the field and off the field, they got to be very, very important. Uh, the leadership group in uh, in this team here uh, to carry them through a, a little more compact schedule than than usual. So you'll probably see a lot of again rotation in in the team. Uh, and again, those young players will will be given the chance, and 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 we can't expect them to to carry the team during a whole season. And that's where the the, the leadership got to uh, play a big role. You know, I have high expectations to to the leadership of uh, this group here. Well, that's interesting, Jimmy. Um, they obviously jettisoned Matt Beasler, so there's some leadership gone. But then they added Failhaber to the coaching staff. What what impact do you see there? I think it's a smart move. Uh, Benny has the uh, he has the current feeling of what it's been like on, on, on being on the field. He has the current feeling of being in, in the locker room. You know, he's going to be, I don't know exactly what his role is with the, yeah, that's a with, good the point. Team, uh, with the team, but he, he's the one, he can be the link there between the players and, 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 and to Peter Ramis. Uh, and again, uh, Benny has a heck of a good experience, uh, been a lot of good places. He knows what it takes to 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 run a successful locker room, and I think he's going to be important for 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 the players, and I think he's going to play a, a bigger role than we expect. Yeah. So after after last season's defensive troubles, you you should be happy to know as a keeper that they did bring on. Uh, we don't know whether to call him. Nim, we prefer Nim on this show. <laughs> that's that's my nickname. I don't know me. about we, but okay. But apparently, <laughs> that's that's but mine. Apparently, uh, oh yeah, apparently the team has been calling him Izzy. So Nicholas Izzimat Marin, Mirin. How close was I, Thad? Is that anywhere near what they've been that's, saying? That's close enough for a Missouri kid. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll take it. I would like to be better than than your average Missouri kid, but I'll take that. So yeah, Jimmy, I have to imagine you're you're pleased to hear that the back line has some some support coming in this year yeah well of course they have to find a replacement for for Matt Beesler. Uh what I think have worked uh, pretty good for sporting over the last couple of seasons is the the attacking part uh, where the defense maybe have lacked a little bit uh, the key for for sporting to succeed this season here is of course to make everything go hand in hand still have a good uh, attacking mindset but in uh, on the opposite, they they also got to be better to if they can't close out the game, but to nick those one nil win or two one wins or get a zero zero draw in the tough uh, road game. Uh, that's an area they can improve. But at the same time, I think uh, Sporting have again one of the most uh, exciting attacking teams. Uh, if Pulido will be healthy and and, and stay healthy. He, of course, going to be a, a massive key player for, for the season. Uh, I have not seen him a lot, but I will say I before last season started, uh, I went to two practices before the season started, and that man can finish. Are you kidding me? He can finish. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, he is a good player. And I think the small glimpse we saw of him 
that he is a very, very important uh, player for, for the team, not only as a goal scorer, but also he's very intelligent when he drops down and his late movement into to the box. He can hold off the ball and um, he's a heck of a player. So, of course, he's going to be very, very important. And I don't know why we're speaking about him now. The question were about the defense, but... <laughs> I got a question then, Jimmy. Um, so you know from experience, you know, a lot of Peter Vermees has criticized that he's too married to the 4-3-3. He doesn't make tactical adjustments within games. Speak to that. Um, is Vermees doing things that we're not noticing to maybe close out games, to adjust in-game? I think it's a little bit of the, the style of play as well. You know, uh, when I was in, in sporting, I think we had uh, – uh, reputation of being a very dynamic and, and physical team uh, and where we very often outbattle the opponent where they're trying right now is maybe to more outplay the uh, opponent uh, and they I don't know the, all the new players good enough yet uh, to say if they fit perfectly in uh, to give my opinion but I have one 100% faith and, and, and trust in, in Peter. He knows what he's doing. You know, he is hardcore 4-3-3 and recruiting hardcore for, for the 4-3-3 system. Uh, and again, I think, including myself and, and, and people on the outside, I'm, I'm maybe too focused on, on, on systems here and there. And, and Peter has been consistent over many, many years with the 4-3-3 uh, kind of becoming an expert in, in the 4-3-3. Um, and that's the, the, the route he have chosen. Instead of being good at 4-4-2 and good at 3-5-2, he wants to be fantastic in 4-3-3. And I'll be honest, uh, I think it's a great system. I think it can be a great system attacking. I think it can be a great system defending. And in the 4-3-3, there's a million different styles of, of, of play. And, right, but what you have seen with 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 sporting, they want to play out from the back. Uh, they want to high press sometimes. And, you know, it, it's not so much just the system; it's how you recruit the players and how do they fit into to the system that yeah. you're going going into. And and I think he's proven over years that four three three is is sporting Casey's system. And I agree. Why change? Because I think it works. Well, how do you feel about that philosophy change from, you know, maybe more high flying when you were on the team to now, as you were saying, they kind of build out of the back a little more. Is that, is that something you could have seen yourself doing? Could you be one of those keepers that plays around with the ball at your feet and is dishing out 50 yard passes and things like that? Or did, would you just rather just kick the ball away from you? <laughs> uh, I Get away from my goal. I would uh, probably not have fitted uh, 100% into to that style of play. Uh, that was definitely not my uh, my strength, uh, and that's probably why he got he wanted me to retire too. That he <laughs> he wanted to change the system and the style of play. Uh, no, uh, I think uh, as a goalkeeper, Emilia, he he fits perfect into to the way he's calm with the ball. He got a good ping in him too. Uh, he doesn't get stressed under under pressure uh, with the ball in his feet. So I think they have the perfect goalkeeper for for that style of play. And that's also the reason we're going to call it the BK and not you, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think uh, I think again back to 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 the system. It's it's not so much the system; it's how you recruit to to the system. 
Yeah. Do you still have Tim Melia's bobblehead? On my nightstand? Yeah. Of course I do. I, I'm, not sure, <laughs> I'm not sure it's a night. Uh, uh, sorry, it's a bobblehead. I think it's just a picture. Oh, okay. <laughs> Does it keep uh, so, you safe at night? Of course. I'm in good hands. <laughs> you played as a more advanced age than a lot of people. So I'm curious as to what you would think or what some of the older players on a roster think about a decision to give the reins of the attacking midfielder, the, the center attacking mid to such a young player, Busio. Is there, is there anyone on the team that's like, that's like a little iffy about it? Or, or do you think that busio has got everyone's full confidence? Oh, I think 100% he got everyone's uh, full confidence. And again, it's not so much about your age, it's about your quality. You know, if, if, you're, if you're good enough, you're old enough. Uh, and I think he's proven, uh, even when he got dropped back as a number six, that uh, he's a very, very, very soccer intelligent player uh, with so many qualities. And Sporting just have to enjoy them. And uh, I think we, we're, we're all sure that at one point he will probably move on to, uh, to something else in a, in a bigger league. Uh, so enjoy him while you have him. Yeah, I was trying to, you, you played, you played until you were 31, 32. Nope. That's wrong. No. Like, <laughs> Come on, Cody. You that failed that trivia. Yeah. How old? 36. Wait, what? For real? Okay. <laughs> yes, okay. For real. Yeah, I guess. Oh yeah. I guess that does make sense. 36. So what he, was he the, came here when he was 31. <laughs> I was trying to remember if there will edit that part out if they were experimenting with any really young players while you were here, did you, did you take the field with anyone half your age then at that point? I think the closest one were probably John Kempen uh, coming up in a very, very young age. Tiny Puma. Tiny Puma. It's actually John <laughs> Kempen's birthday today. Oh, is it really? All right. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Kempen. Did you uh, just the original homegrown. Say that again. Did you just He's remember that? No, he sent me a text to remind me. <laughs> uh, no, uh, no, of course there, there is always uh, you got to balance out your, your your roster, not only with position, but of course with with age too, so you don't have to make a a massive change uh, every other year. Uh, so there's a smooth balance, and and I think uh, the philosophy that sporting has now with all the homegrown is absolutely amazing it, it, it's got to be a massive motivation to be a young kid playing soccer in, in in kansas city right now with seeing so many local players been not been giving the chance but taking the chance uh through a lot of hard work and uh, a lot of good academy work not, not only with sporting but a lot of credit to to all uh, youth coaches around in, in kansas city who's done a heck of a job with those young kids Pat, did you have a question? We cut you off earlier, I think. Well, I was just actually going into there's 11 Academy products on Sporting right now, 12 homegrowns because they stole one from somewhere else. Um, how does it feel to have kids out there playing that's younger than your kids? Wow. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You just hit him in the face with that one, Thad. Good job. I told you I had a bad question. So, first of all, that makes me feel old. <laughs> uh, but on the other hand, 
I think this is the the way to do it. I think it's the the future, and and, and I think having twelve homegrown in in the roster is absolutely fantastic. Uh, as again, first of all, massive motivation for for the kids. Uh, but this is what you see a lot of big big clubs around the world are doing, uh, and it's a lot of hard work uh, building up just not just Sporting's Academy, but the whole youth system in, in, in Kansas City. And I think over the years, uh, the academy work in, in Sporting has been absolutely fantastic. Uh, and again, if you're getting called into that academy, you know, it's an absolutely massive motivation. You know, I, I tried it myself when I was a young kid back in, back in Denmark playing for the team I ended up playing for, playing in their academy. I was a part of Norwich City's academy when I was a, uh, a young kid as well you know it's 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 it, it gives you something you know uh, it gives you good tools uh, I'm not saying you have made it if you you're in the academy but you you, you definitely have the tools around you to help you uh, you got to do it yourself you got to push day in and, and day out and of course you got to be lucky to to avoid any stupid injuries um, but the frame is there for you to to succeed yeah that pipeline has been you know, ever since they announced the team, the the second team of the Swell Park Rangers, that pipeline has been a very important thing to Vermees and like and actually showing, like you're just saying, if you're a kid in the area, you can see the pipeline, you see the steps that you need to take, and I think that's really cool that the team does that. I, By the I, way, I know this is an audio only pod, folks that are listening, but Jimmy did not flip that off uh, when he asked that question. Just so you know, Jimmy's still a class act. <laughs> Even though he deserved it. I'm not not speaking to Thad Moore in this interview here. (laughs) Hey, you would have been classy even if you did flip me off. I'm okay with that. (laughs) So, so Jimmy, let's, let's go back to the center back thing. Um, You were there when you had very stable center backs that, you know, just a good mix together. Uh, Sporting struggled with that the last couple of years, ever since Opara left. What to you is, is the great combination of two center backs? What do they have to have? What qualities? Uh, again, it depends on, on the style of play on, on your team. Well, 4-3-3, uh, three, three, obviously, the way Peter likes to play. Yes, in the in the 4-3-3. Three, three, uh, and with the style of play that, that, that Sporting have, they obviously got to be good on the ball. Uh, what, you, what you very often will face in, in MLS as well, of course, is physicality from, from the opponent. You got to be physical, strong. You got to be good in the air, at least one of them. Uh, it's got to have that tool in in, in the back pocket, uh, but again, the key is how good are they to to play out from the back? Uh, are they comfortable with the ball? Are they uh, comfortable to play out in stressful situations uh, so they can keep possession? Or the two centre backs they keep turning over the ball, so uh, there's a turnover and transition against you all the time. So it's of course important and 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 in the way that Sporting would like to play, that they're comfortable on, on the ball. Uh, but with all that being said, in my head, the number one priority on a defender is he can defend. <laughs> yeah, He can win his one-on-one uh, situation. He can win the air duels. Uh, he can clear the ball when it needs to be clear. And, and again, pick the right moments when to play out from the back and when to kick the ball out of the stadium. I'm so a, in, in the system, a lot of teams will try to, you know, 
attack the flanks when the wing backs are up front attacking, you know, when there's a turnover, how important is the goalkeeper? How important is Tamilia in orchestrating what goes on with his center backs in that case, what goes on with the holding midfielder, et cetera? No, it's of course, communication is one of the key to, to succeed. Uh, and it can save you a lot of uh, running. Uh, if you're listening to those informations, you've got to be at the right place at the right time. Uh, but of course, as a goalkeeper, it's important to keep track of your your, your two center backs all the time, and of course your your full backs as well, and 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 the holding mid. Uh, but again, if you, if you, if you a team like Sporting is playing with a lot of possession, a lot of possession, and 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 high up on the field, well, how can the opponent hurt them? Well, it's going to be transition moments uh, where they got to be ready from from attack to to defense. Yeah. Uh, and those center backs, you will need speed because there's a lot of ground behind you to to cover. Uh, and the goalkeeper, as we've seen a million times with Team Milia, he's got to have a good offensive position so he can come out and, and be that extra sweeper with the with the long uh, passes in behind the back line. Mm-hmm. Robert, I'm glad you asked Jimmy that question about the uh, what kind of a pair of center backs because when I think about center backs, now I'm. I was a forward. I think people who want to be defenders are weird. So I don't know much (laughs) about defending, but when I think about two center backs or like the ideal center back pairing, I, I go right to the two center backs you played with Jimmy of Colin, who was just known to be the player that would linger forward. He'd get crazy and run forward and stay up there after a corner kick and, you know, take more risks. And Matt Beesler was the one that would kind of stay back and, you know, hold the line a little more. And so when I think of an ideal center back pairing, those are the two kind of roles that I'm looking for in my head. When you started off the question, uh, even without mentioning the names, that was the two th- names that came up in, in, in my head as well. Yep. I think it was an absolutely fantastic combination uh, with the two of them. Uh, everyone knows I, I, I love Colin, uh, but he was kind of the the guy who could cut off his brain and, 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 and be that uh, roof, ruthless defender that he had to be sometimes. And he would take those ridiculous battles. Uh, and that was what made him so good. Uh, Beasts were more the guy uh, with the speed, uh, a little more uh, conservative uh, defender than, uh, than uh, Aurelian was. But those two combined... In, in, in my head were mm-hmm. absolutely perfect together. Absolutely perfect together. And, and with the fullbacks we had at that point too, uh, with Seth Sinovich and I think Chance Myers played the most games again as a right back. Yeah. It was an absolutely fantastic back four. Ah, Seth Sinovic. He finally stopped playing at some point, didn't he? I legitimately <laughs> thought he was going to play my entire life. <laughs> hey and colin's still uh clinging on he's with philadelphia again this year so. he is yeah and as far Good as i know him. seth is not officially retired but no. but it's weird colin didn't play a minute last year right that's crazy but he's back with him again he might have I played text, like I, I, or something yeah i texted with him a few weeks ago when uh well a few months ago when they just had the baby and he wasn't sure if he was coming back to to philly but he would hope that he was staying because they loved living where they did. Yeah. Yeah. Colin's a good guy. I like him. He is an absolutely fantastic guy. Uh, absolutely. One of the best teammates I ever had in my entire career. He would, he okay. would kill to defend for you, wouldn't he? Say it again. 
He would kill to defend for you, wouldn't he? He would. And 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 again, this is not bracking, uh, but also what made Beasler and 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 Colin good. They would listen to the information they were being given. <laughs> no, <laughs> but keepers but, need that. I know they, they do. They, they do because as a goalkeeper, sometimes you're playing off your defenders. You know, you're telling them one thing and you're moving or maybe cheating a little bit. Yeah, and and, sure. and that can help you. So we had an absolutely brilliant relationship. Nah, but, I don't and, know. I think I think sometimes keepers just like yelling at people. They don't. They're not involved <laughs> enough. They want to yell at people just so they can be, so they can get get noticed. That's my. They opinion. did, and I had uh, I had a gentleman agreement with uh, Matt Beisler, uh, especially when we're winning with one uh, goal up with uh, not a lot of time left, and he knew that when I came running out to him and started yelling weird stuff, that that was just a little act and to, 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 to kill a few clocks uh, a few seconds on, on the clock yes i'm vindicated now yes. i can i can tell this story as my as my reasoning for that logic from here on out. yeah but cody you don't like keepers anyway man <laughs> i was hoping you wouldn't out me in front of a legendary one here <laughs> that's okay i can live with that all right, Jimmy, we're, we will let you go, but uh, we're definitely going to ask you to come back on more. Now it's just over video. We don't have, we don't have to have you meet us somewhere. So we know you like talking. We're going we're gonna to bug you a lot. Just to I don't, I, honestly, I don't have a life right now. I can be on the show <laughs> as much as you want. I have all, all the time in the world. Hell yes. Right. Well, let's just have him on every week until he finds a real job. Yeah. <laughs> you, may, you may regret telling us that, but. <laughs> hey. Call or text me anytime you want, guys. It's an absolutely pleasure joining your show. Right on, man. Well, uh, thanks for thanks for coming along, and we'll talk to you soon. My pleasure. Take care, all of you. Thank um, you, Jimmy. You too. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Anything to shake this food I